Our guest today shares the importance of developing a thick skin, whether you're in a male-dominated industry or around the Mean Girls Club. She shares how you can navigate around these tough conversations that doesn't rob you of your power. Join us today. Trapped by the belief that I'm not good enough, bound by the limitations and the lies that consumed my world, this was me. It wasn't until I took the biggest leap in my life to know and trust the power within. And it was at that moment I made a choice. My past will not define me anymore. Hello, I am Terry Cardula, and I know I am not alone in this. Over the years, I have found that the number one mistake that we make is that we get in the way of our own success story. Yes, I said it. On this show, together we'll tackle limiting beliefs, self-sabotage, getting stuck, fear, doubt, overwhelm, and the imposter syndrome. Join us on this journey designed to transport you beyond your limitations to a world where anything is possible. This is Talking with Terry. Hello, and welcome back to Talking with Terry, where we have powerful conversations to transform your life and your business. And I'm so delighted to have our guest today. I met you, I met our guest last week or two weeks ago in Dallas, and I can't wait. I'm flying back next week to connect and be on your show. So this yeah. guest is Doreen Milano. She is a net revenue acceleration strategist. Isn't that like a whole bunch of, a whole bunch of sexiness rolled into one? <laughs> um, and she's the executive business coach. She's a published author and the host of Big Ideas, Small Business, business TV with Doreen Milano. So Doreen, welcome to the show today. Thank you. I'm oh, it's so to excited you. to be here. And I'm I'm excited to see you again in your studio next week. So I, for folks that don't know you yet, bring us up to speed. Like, tell me, you know, kind of your journey to how you got to be where you're at today. Well, it's it's been a long journey because it started when I was two. Oh, heavens. Well, I think most people's journeys, right? (laughs) (laughs) Right. But (laughs) I was born in a very entrepreneurial family. Oh, yes. And when you're in a group of Italians and they're all entrepreneurs, uh, as kids, you're labor, you're free labor. Oh, there you go. Okay. So I got to learn business from my great grandmother, my grandmother, my grandfather, my father, my aunts, my uncles, my cousins, yada, yada, yada. So the, the bottom line here is when you go through a process like that, you get the nuances that you don't ever get in education. Uh, agreed. And I just, I, I just, I did I think it's so fascinating because I, I used to be a therapist and we talk about the development and everything in the first three years of your life is the most critical because of what is happening in the brain. And then the next sec, the next kind of critical point is up to like age five, but I'm just thinking about like your juicy little brain, like absorbing in all this yumminess. Now I've always said to myself that I've always wanted to like, you know, listen to books and CDs and just absorb that information. So now I get to talk to somebody. <laughs> Who had that experience. <laughs> so, you know, I learned how to count by sorting pop bottles for my grandfather's construction business because he had all these soda machines. So I had to sort them by color and size and so on and so forth. And then I had to group them in groups of five. Got it. Yeah. And I was about two, two and a half years old. Oh, my heavens. And so that was my job for a while because that's something I could do. Yeah. So, you know, as you get older, you, they just added more stuff. 
and more stuff <laughs> and more stuff. And continue to see like all of like the, yeah, you're right. The, the little nuances that goes into the business, because I think, and, and you're a speaker, you know, this, that like when you're standing up and you're speaking about business and you're speaking about, we give the high level, right. And, you know, you can get into the weeds really quickly, but you know, yes, the weeds is part of the, you know, part of the process too, to kind it of is part of the process. Out. Yes. But it's, it's amazing to kind of think of like all the little things that you learned along this pathway of entrepreneurship. And, you know, it's just, I'm excited to hear this journey for you. So you were very early on introduced and indoctrinated into the entrepreneur world. Yes. And we had weekly family dinners that were anywhere from 30 to 130 people. Wowzer. And just about everybody had their own businesses. My uncle was the president of the Pacific Stock Exchange. I don't know if they still have one or not, but way back then. Yeah. And so there were real estate agents, there were engineers, there were um, butchers, there were shop owners, there were contractors. My great grandmother had hot houses in oh, San Francisco, nice. and she specialized in doing custom. Um, carnations and she specialized in in how they smelled and the aromas that they gave and she would take them down to the flower mart every morning so I mean there was all kinds of different businesses there were all kinds of different things that you got to be exposed to wonderful as a kid so I ended up running three corporations when I was about 18 19 years old Um, wow my, my father's businesses and then when he died, it vested a few years after that. I went to work in the automotive industry. So I spent my youth in male-dominated industries, did a lot of work on the racing circuits, did a lot of work on within dealerships. And you really have to develop who you are to be able to hold your own and hold your weight. Yeah, especially in a male-dominated industry. Like I'm, I'm curious how that experience for such a long time has impacted who you are today. I speak my mind. I'm very direct. And, I don't <laughs> that, and that's not an easy, um, you know, I've had a, a, a couple of guests on here before that have been in some in certain industries where they've had to learn to create that thick skin. And that's a skill within itself it's, to it's, learn. It's a painful process. Yeah. I mean, there are times that I really try to keep the emotion out of my day to day, but there are times that I would just went home and I just went, Oh, I can't handle this anymore. Yeah. Well, what was that? Yeah. Let's take a little deeper dive here because I think that's a, that's important. Whether the listeners that are listening today is, you know, in more of a male dominated industry or just in like a more of a, almost like a female dominated industry too, because I think we can see some of those similar traits different. They're similar, but different. Um, yeah. Tell us a little bit more about, you know, how that process was for you. Well, it was really getting to the point where you understood that the comments, even though they may be cutting and they may hurt, were not meant that way. Right. Right. Sometimes they were constructive criticism. Sometimes they were about dominance and for the male side, it was really easy to be able to, to understand which ones were dominance and which, which ones were corrective criticism. Right. 
where it got to be more difficult is when you had the mean girl show up. So in male dominated industries, such as the motorcycle world or the automotive world, oftentimes you have females that come in thinking that the only way they can survive is to have the male dominated energy be their their go-to energy. And at that point, the comments were may sound the same, but they're not intended the same. Say more about that. Well, in in the mean girl realm, when you when you dealt with that, and I was a manager, an executive in in the automotive industry, and so I got to see a lot of this. But you'll have people saying yes to your face and then backstabbing you, and you'll have people that are just giving you lip service and really don't want to engage. You'll right. have people, you know, this, and this is over many many years now. You know, I developed a skill set where I just say. Did you really mean that that way? Oh yeah. yeah did you intend? Yeah. Did you intend for that to come out sounding like it does sound? Right, and that's a great point because I think sometimes if we don't have that that skin developed, that that I don't want to say it's it's that that level of vulnerability that we have if we were to stand up and say something, right? Right. So you know, for you being able to have that wherewithal and, and, and develop that over time to say, no, like, let's have a conversation around this and that and versus me taking on me, personalizing it, me then going and creating this fabulous, amazing, incredible, really unbelievable story around what that actually means and looks like. Right. Versus right. just saying, okay, let's just, we are meaning making machines as yes. human beings. That's what yes. we do. Yes, right? absolutely. So I found that in the plethora of years that I was in that industry, it was such an incredible waste of energy and waste of time to not just stand up and say, did you really mean that that way? Yeah. What are you yeah. really trying to say? Make it, make it really simple for me. Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely a power in that and, and owning that and being able to really address that head on. And, and I think that's something I, I, every one of us can, you know, sometimes it's not, you know, it is a, it is finessing how we say it, you know, cause we don't want to get, you know, if they're, if, if, if they're giving off, they don't want to confront at the same yeah, time. Right? Yeah. It's like, how do we say it in a way that's, you know, coming from our greatest and highest good and, you know, there to serve and be constructive. And so, you know, how can we do that in that way? So it's being more constructive on both ends, you know? Exactly. And sometimes you, it's about having a conversation about, you being more vulnerable. Yeah. Right. And mirroring what you want the other individual to do. Right. That's, that's, that's so powerful too. And recognizing because we all have lenses. We're all looking through lenses are all, right. all every experience that we have in life and in business, we have our own invisible lenses that we're looking through everything through. And so I was just having this conversation earlier today around this concept of, you know, what we, how we see something can be very different than the world sees it. That doesn't have those same lenses as us. Yes. So, you know, I used many different techniques. Sometimes somebody would say something, it would hit me sideways. And I just walk over and I go, how was your morning? Mm, yeah. A little bit disarming in that sense. What, what happened this morning? Yeah. And not taking, I mean, that to me, that tells me that you're not taking it personally, but that's, no. you know, how did you, how did you get to that place? Cause I'm, I'm guessing in the early, in the early, in the beginning that you might've taken those, those comments 
or those, you know, that feedback or personally, Personally, yeah. how did you, because that is, you know, that's not easy to do. And I, and I, and I see a lot and I've had multiple clients of mine have this conversation where something has happened externally out from them. It could be a client. It could be a referral partner. It could be whatever it was. And something was said and they, they didn't, they didn't have the courage maybe at the time to say something to confront it. And so they, they took it and they, and they said, you know what, I'm going to make this great story. And then they now throw themselves off their game now create, and now they're avoiding the person because they don't want to call this person back. And they don't want to have a conversation because because nobody got to the bottom of the line. Exactly. And they have now wasted not, and sometimes this is part of the process. So I don't want to feel like it's wasted, but they've wasted their, their energy. They've wasted their, their time on the situation. And it could have been an easily, you know, okay, let's, let's clear this up. And then let's, what was the process? Yeah. Like, what is that process? What does okay, that look so like? Yeah. The process started with somebody comes at me and goes, whatever it is. I do not respond for 24 hours. Yeah. And you just sit with it. You don't do anything with it. And when you, when, and just notice what emotions are coming up for you. Are you getting angry? Are you hurt? Are you betrayed? Are you sad? Are you happy? What, what's going on for you? Yeah. And then you show up the next day and you go, can we have a conversation about yesterday? Yeah. Is that okay? You know, I may, I may have just been having a really bad day, but there's something you said that really kind of bothered. Yeah. But you can't do that in the heat of the moment. You have to have the discipline to wait the 24 hours and really internalize what that conversation is for you internally. So you don't have to come from that place in that conversation, right? And as as you develop that skill set, then you get to a point where somebody can say something and you can say, hey, did you really mean that? Yeah. How could you say that differently? Because it kind of hit me sideways. Yeah. And I think it just starts with one, starts with one conversation, start yeah. small, you know, start with one and, and work up that muscle. I, I think anytime we're learning a new skill, a new way of doing things, it is a skill. It is a, it is a, it's one way of just continuing to work that muscle. And, and, and the best, the best advice I ever received with regards to that process is shut your mouth and wait 24 hours before you respond. Yeah. Yeah. And even when you're, when you're having that conversation with them, you know, I have a good friend and he says, we, he always says we were given, we were given two ears and one mouth. And he says, we get, we've got to listen more than we talk, you know, and just giving that space and place for the person to, you know, really, you know, having an understanding of where that person is coming from. And oftentimes it's, it's simply, you know, understanding that piece of it that makes all the difference. I mean, when, when you're an executive in any kind of business, you've got things coming at you 24 seven. I mean, just because you walk out the door at five o'clock doesn't mean that the entourage of information, data, phone calls, emails, you know, whatever, stop. Yes. You know, Agreed. you get on phone, you get home, you get on the phone, you get online and it continues. Yeah. Right? So taking that 24 hours to really let things settle you know, sometimes it's about somebody needed to get your attention and they wanted you to engage. Yeah. And you've been just so focused on your minutiae that you weren't hearing that request. Yeah. Yeah. 
sometimes it's just that they're having a bad day and they're sharing the wealth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's one way of looking at it, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, this has been fantastic. So I think some great nuggets that, you know, it, you know, again, whether you're in a male demonstrated dominated or a female dominated, you know, it comes back to, you know, sometimes, I mean, in just life in general, we may be getting receiving feedback that we don't care for, or, you know, people are coming from, you know, maybe not the greatest and highest good on their end. They might be having that bad day. They might be, you know, who knows where they are coming from. And it's, and it's, I think it's our duty to be really clear on what is ours. Okay. What is, what do we own and what do, what is theirs and what do they get to own and whether they're owning it or not, it's not our responsibility to own it for them. Right. And so when we can be really clear and say, you know, I'm going to show up and I'm going to be my best self today and whatever that looks like. And, and this goes back into kind of, you know, looking at, you know, life as we respond to it versus reacting to it. Right. And like you said, you know, giving us the space, the, the 24 hours uh, before you communicate with them, sit with those feelings, really, you know, take a deep dive and look at and reflect back onto you. You know, is there something that you could have changed? Is this really on them? What am I going to own? What are they going to own? And then, you know, then going back to them and having this conversation from a place of, I'm going to say love. I don't know that they really say that in the business world, but, you know, coming from a place of, respect. And, <laughs> of love and respect and just, yeah. Hey, we're, 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 you're a human. I'm a human. Let's come together and let's have a conversation around this so that this doesn't have to continue to fester and build and grow and become like this, this cancerous, you know, thing where it's eating up my life and eating up. And that's where a lot of lawsuits happen. Yes. Yeah. To, to be honest. Yeah. You know, I've, I've been privy to some really bizarre lawsuits when, you know, people were joking around and the individual they were joking with took it all very personally and it got out of hand and there were, you know, discrimination lawsuits and all kinds of things that were going on yes and you know it wasn't about color it wasn't about race but it was about something else yeah and nobody had the guts to start telling the truth yeah and that's something definitely we want we don't know we don't want we wanted to prevent that that's you know and and be in the place that that doesn't have to go down that path right that's like the ultimate and my truth is not the same as your truth yeah right So can we agree on that? Yeah. To start with. And then let's give you ample opportunity to tell your truth. I have ample opportunity to tell my truth. And then we can see what happens when we meet in the middle. Yeah. Without a possibility. Yeah. And I think this is great for just any, any life situation, including families, including our relatives, including. Well, family business is a real mishmash. It's hard. Yeah. I mean, let's just, let's just lay it out the way it is. Yeah. Family business is not easy. No, no. I've, I have several clients that, um, have, that are involved in their high level in the family business and whew, it's not easy. that's a different animal. I mean, we could have a whole different conversation we could have on a that, like a whole different conversation on that piece of it. So what, so for the listeners that have been listening and want to find out more about you because they want to connect or you know, collaborate in some way, where can our listeners find out more information about you? Well, you can go to capital V number two 
v2e.biz. That's my website address. Okay. v2e.biz. You can start there. I also have an academy, which is v2eacademy.com. And that academy gives you some of the basics that you need in business. Perfect. So So it's that foundation. It's coaching that any business can afford. Awesome. I love it. I'm happy to do that. Awesome. Thank you so much. So I will drop all that information down in the show notes. So don't you worry. Her information will be there. And thank you, Doreen, for being here today. And I look forward to connecting next week. Thank you. It's been really fun. Awesome. Thank you. I am so grateful that you joined me for this episode. If you've enjoyed this, then there's just one thing that I would like you to do. Click to subscribe and leave me a rating and review. As my way to thank you, let's connect for a free consultation. Just reach out to me at talkingwithterry, that's T-E-R-I dot com to book your time. What a great reminder to address the elephant in the room without taking it home with you at night. That, as we know, can consume us with unnecessary worry and doubt that does not serve our greatest good.